Alright. Um, we recorded. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We back at it, man. True School TV. That's True right. True School Podcast. TrueSchool.com. TrueSchoolDTV.com. You may unlearn the world. Ren the Vinyl Archaeologist. No doubt. We back at it. We took a hiatus. We was on a break for a minute. Like a month. Yeah. Yeah. You know, busy motherfuckers. Got things to do. No People doubt. People see yous, yous all over the place. I seen yous out and about. Yeah, I went to uh, Puerto Vallarta. Uh-huh. And then I just came back from Mammoth Lake. And uh-huh. That's pretty much the, the see, end of my vacation. I see what goes on. Like, El, 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 El Chapo gets arrested, right? And he go to jail. And then you just mysteriously go to Mexico. I see what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> I see you ain't got a lot of me, Ren. I know what's going all right. on. All right. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. You know, but we here. We blessed. We highly favored. It's a Friday out here in Oakland. Shit is live. Shit is looking good. Is feeling beautiful out here in these streets, man. But we got a special guest in the in the building. No doubt. Legendary MC. I've known about this brother since I was in high school, man. You know what I'm saying? Take cues from, from the lyrical prowess of the West Coast. You know what I mean? One of the pioneers of lyrical genius in the West Coast, in my opinion, you know, as a New York boy. But you know, let's welcome the brother Raz Kaz. You know what I mean? What's good with you, bro? Yo, peace. What's going on? Chilling, 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 chilling. Good to have you here. Happy to be Out here. here in the town. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm you no stranger to town, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, you know, it's good. But how you feeling? You got a show tonight out here in Berkeley? Yeah, yeah. We got a show at uh the Five and Dime Music Hall. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. This is a new venue. I used to be the Shattuck Download back okay, in the day. Yep. But now, you know, they they rebranding. Everybody going through a rebrand nowadays. So, you know. Rebranding. So, it, it should be a good time, man. We're uh, celebrating Soul on Ice 2. Um, the highly it, anticipated Solo on Ice too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, you know, so it's it's a bit of a show slash listening party. Okay. So um, actually, uh, my man Indigenous is here holding me down on the ones and twos, and my homeboy Forax from the Mechanics is here. Hey. And they're actually people that are on the album. So Forax uh, is actually on a hook on a Pete Rock record. So I put Pete Rock with the town with LA. Ooh. So that's a that, like we put some crazy combos together. I love it. And then Digi uh cut on what record you cut on? Oh yeah, he cut on the next single, this record called Shark Week. Dope, dope. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, so. he's excited to hear all of it. So for those who are uninitiated into the Razcast world, just put them on, man. Like just talk about real briefly, like, you know what I'm uh, saying, how you got on with, with you I'm, know, I'm what, what they to, need to know. I'm gonna try to make it <laughs> as simple as possible and there's no hate on this. Yeah. Um through the process of, of, of respecting the peers before me, um, I, I helped plant the seed that would motivate uh, uh, your Kendrick Lamars, your Eminems, um, your Royce the Five Nines, um, anything West Coast lyrical, especially. I, I definitely have a lot to do with that, and I'm, you know, I'm not like a 90 year old nigga, but you know what I'm saying. I just, I just barred up on these niggas when niggas was was afraid to bar up. When it was about fact. lyrics, yeah, you, yeah, you're one of the first artists, in my opinion, being from New York, that I recognized as on some West Coast. As a lyricist, like, that was a lyricist. That yes, it was sir. kicking bars. It was more about bars and less opposed, like less about melody or cadence, which right. is what most 
West Coast rap has been driven into. You know what right. I'm saying? Where yeah. it was just like, we gonna kick some shit. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna t- talk to you about. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, doing yeah, knowledge, and right. all yeah. types. Of, yeah, like yeah. content. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So like, I remember that just being like, you know, a '90s East Coast golden era cat. You know what I'm saying? Like you started with the Soul on Ice record, that was major. You know what I'm saying? And it was at yeah. that era, everybody talking about the Illuminati now, but like uh, it was groundbreaking back in the ago. days. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Before the right. YouTube videos right. and the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. videos, you had a, you know, you I was, was back by major label putting right. it on and right. letting people know. And you know what I'm saying? Like had me in my in, in my high school years reading books and yo what's on the dollar bill and all the you know what I'm saying all the yeah, shit like yeah, you know but then you know but but moving forward then you you know you became one of these one of these icons of lyricism you know what I'm saying and like there was talks about you working with with, with Killer Priest and, uh-huh. and cannabis the on the full horseman shit yep. and like that shit was crazy and you know and then just on on some on some major label as well as independent you've been able to maintain your longevity and just kind of speak about speak about that like your your trials and your errors and your ups oh, and downs with um, labels and the whole bit I mean, you know, uh, it's fairly well documented. Um, you know, uh, I was signed to Priority Records, which mm-hmm. uh, we had a lot of the independent uh, Bay artists coming out to Priority. Um, we had No Limit. We had Duck Down. We had Snoop Dogg. We had we had a we had a squad. Uh, Ice Cube. Uh, yeah, we had a crazy squad. We had Jay Z. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Priority Hackers had yeah, Jay Z. Yeah, first album, Reasonable yeah, Doubt. That exactly. was on Priority Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. You know um, what I'm saying? So yeah, we. Uh, I was signed to Priority. I put out two albums. Um, we, you know, just I just there's a clause in the contract that says if you feel like the label is unable and or unwilling to promote you, you should. They have breached the contract, so I, I shot for it. I, I, shot with, <laughs> I was like, you are either unable or unwilling, and uh, we went to war, and that was a long-ass war. And, uh, you know, I, I can only say um, I'm, I'm still alive, man. It's a lot of this shit. I don't watch the kill niggas mentally, yeah. emotionally, physically. For sure. Niggas maim themselves, maim other people over this music shit, like losing themselves. So yeah. I'm glad to make it through the other side. Um, I'm still here to get my equity. So like I said, no disrespect to um, Nas, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, whoever the fuck you think is nice. I, I'm just as nice or nicer. Um, and that's no disrespect. Uh, I, I didn't come here to be in second place. I'll burn any nigga down. <laughs> exactly. I don't give a fuck but I think, you know are. what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's cliche to say every rapper need to feel that way. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's, it's important. But when you have the resume to back it up. Oh, yeah. I think you know bar from bar, I don't give a fuck about yeah. it. Every other niggas have way more money. more. Like, I always tell niggas, like, you know, everybody else gets the whole, whole fucking. Nike system and build a Jordan, nigga. I've been building fucking Jordans out of dead out of the, cows, out of the, nigga, out the garage, and a pair of scissors, nigga. <laughs> I've been building Jordans, exactly. like they yeah. may be Ras moccasins, but the motherfuckers still, I'm still tracking, bro. So yeah, it's just about you know for the bars, and uh, you know I, I, I um, am blessed to still be alive, to enjoy what I do, and still be hungry, and so uh, it came full circle. And I wanted to really do an analyzation of what my journey's been, whether it was the ups and downs. For sure. Um, whether that was personal or socially being uh, 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 constructive criticisms. Right. So that's what Solo Nights 2 is, is me taking some inventory about how much have I changed? What did I do wrong? What did I do right? How much did society change? Honestly, the fucked up part is that 
I, I've done an inventory and realized that the world got stupider. Uh, and it got worse. For sure. I mean, look at the asshole we got, you know, for a president. And the fact that motherfuckers don't want to read, listen to the, you know, the, listen to the condition of music where we let motherfuckers tell us that. <laughs> yeah. That whack is good. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, like, it's like, that's like, it's, just crazy. It's, it's, it's uh, what they call it, uh, Bizarro Land. Yeah, yeah, upside opposite. down. Yeah, yeah the upside you know I mean? down. Stranger Things. So is, is that what made you think, like, like to to say it, the time is right for a solo on Ice too. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you've had you've had over like 12 albums, right? Yeah. So like, what what made you decide now solo on Ice two is is what needs to come out now? It just, it just felt like that's what I was writing. Right. Like, you know, um, I never, I literally served no rhyme before it's time. Mm -hmm. I try to just let it all come innately and naturally. Um, I wish I had the big hoopla on the machine of. So and so and so and so. Oh, I, cool. I, I have yet to have that. Um, but when it, you know, when I, I try to say shit that when I say it, it'll stand the test of time nine times out of ten. And that's the one thing about my records from Solo Nights to, to fucking Rass Assassination to Blasphemy to Solo Nights 2. I talk about real shit and half these niggas talk about nonsense. And right. Fairy tales and weirdo and funny bunny so um you know i mean I, of course this is a sport and there's braggadocio so we all talk our shit there's nothing wrong with talking that shit right. being fly and having a good time with it but you know when it's time to talk about what you know what what stands up is the human journey and talking about some honest shit and i try to do that right and then providing it's, it's content it's just providing yeah. like some level of like social commentary man Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I had one question for you. Um, you know, it seems like you're pretty well read. Soul and Ice is a is is, yeah, is based on the book. book. Yeah, from a book. So, what are your favorite books? Uh, nowadays, I, I'm trying to think of something that I really go back and read again. I, I keep trying to read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I'm not getting something out of it. <laughs> so, because I'm not Rich Dad yet, so maybe I'm just reading the poor part. So I'm fucking something up. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Just keeping it. Like, I, I can't relate. I can't relate to the half. I've read it halfway because I can't relate to the other half. Right, yet. right. I mean, like the lower half of the book. Like, give me, give me five years. <laughs> Let me, let, me, let me make some plays and put some things together and then I could, I could be able to more come from an informed position, you know right, what I mean? Right, So, yeah. uh, you know, um, honestly, uh, I, I, I go back and I still read Solo Nights. Um, there's a few other books that, uh, what was, there was something that I really liked. I, I think it was the, what is it called? The, the, uh, the, the, the Prophet or something? It's, Khalil Gibran, the prophet. I think I know. Yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah. About. It's yeah. a small book. Yeah, right? very small book. Yeah, Khalil yeah. Gibran. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I thought that, I thought that was a dope book. It's inspirational. Um, but really, I, I get more of a. I, I just like really random bits of information about anything. So I get off on tangents, just reading an article or whatever. So it's nothing specifically. I'll just learn about if it seems interesting at the time. I'll learn about you know a city. You know, just like, oh shit, the history of the city, because I'm there, and I'm like, ah, oh, that shit's crazy. Or, this, you know, this is why, you know, the, the, that that shit that you went Jeopardy with, like, <laughs> like right, that right, type right. of shit. I'm like that guy, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> but on some hip hop and some hood shit, I'd be like, you know, the homie used to sell crack right over there <laughs> in 1997. Know a little bit about Easy, everything. Right. Yeah. He, he sold Bobby Brown his first. <laughs> yeah, For sure. It. 
But let's get into some music real quick. <laughs> on the other side of that, we're gonna come into some things. Um, you got anything loaded, or let's let's get into some 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 classic Raz Cash shit. My favorite album from you is Blasphemy. Good looking. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We was just talking about that. It's like it's it's, it's <laughs> shout out to Apollo Brown, who's yes, like by far my favorite producer right now. You oh, know what man. I'm saying? Like I think I like he's him. like this generation's answer or response to like. The primos, uh, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, the Pete right. Rocks of the era, just that classic boom bap feel. He's a big Muggs fan. You know what I'm saying? Too, like, like, yeah, yeah so, you know. Mugs, so, is there any particular record on, on Blasphemy you want to play? I got some loaded. I got some of my favorites, but I. I, I Four racks, you, you can come up with one. I don't know. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. Are you serious? Play, um. Damn. Yeah, I got the Please Don't Let Me Join. Let's do that. I, I want I to do this. You want to do this? Yeah, please, let's, let's, okay. let's, please don't let me do this. All right. We loaded, we loaded, we loaded, we loaded. There's so many. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of something that, that we I don't normally play. See, the thing is with that is like you can't pick one to play because you, you want to play another one after right. you play that one. And it's so. different feels on it. Yeah, it is. it is. I like too much of a good thing. I like, uh, the is perfect. I like, uh, what's it called? What's the one? Fall off, please don't let me fuck mine off. No, <laughs> Paulo Brown, 
don't even lie, bro. I'm sometimes my own worst enemy. Most times my own worst enemy. There you go. That's please don't let me off the blasphemy album Apollo Brown Razcast. We got Razcast in the building doing a show tonight. Yes, sir. At the Five and Dom Music Hall in Berkeley, along with Mike T, T Cash, Aaliyah Sharif, DJ True Justice. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be a good time. And some special invited guests. Uh, so okay. mechanics. Yes. Um, Nummy Num from the Loonies. And hopefully some of my high roll homies pop up on me too, man. You know, you know it's just a celebration. We gonna definitely rap and tap, and then you know I want to unveil some of these new records off the album. So. That's what's up. Now that's a good segue into like speak about the unity of like West Coast hip hop. Like from your experience, like in the '90s all the way up into present day. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's something that I think has always been a. a, 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 a source of the west coast rap's longevity the ability to like this intergenerational communication into like you know what i'm saying the bay fucks with some dudes in la and, and vice versa and like the whole like speak to that like I, I your experience of it I, I would say i would say and this is gonna sound fucked up but i'm gonna tell the truth for mm-hmm. devil i was just thinking about that earlier uh, they they do west coast uh hip-hop shows and never invite me so uh, i've never felt that okay so I'm gonna just keep it 100. I'm not gonna sit here and play no political shit. Um, if you didn't have a Jerry Curl from LA, and because I didn't sell a million records, I feel like niggas swept me under the rug. Okay. So I, I feel some type of way about it, to be perfectly honest. Right. I would say the Bay kept it more 100 with me than LA did. Yeah. Um, that's and the- I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I tell the truth, shame the devil. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm not on the whole shit. I'm on some real grown ass man shit. Right. Um, it, hurt my, think, it hurt my heart. Do you, but do you think that's because of your content? Do you think that's because um, of think, like, no, what do you, I, what I do think, you think rap niggas are scared to death. And, 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 and if you put me and them next next to each other with the same opportunities, I smoked their ass. Um, and niggas didn't like it. Niggas was. was, 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 was niggas, rap like niggas do that anyway. Rap niggas. First of all, rappers are very insecure. Rappers are insecure. That's why they talk so much. Like, pay attention to me. Look at me. Look at me. And if you listen to most rappers, happy narrative is. I was a bum ass nigga. Did you didn't like me? Now you like me now. <laughs> that's so half that's these niggas is the predominant narrative. <laughs> no, for real. So, so, so rap niggas is sensitive thugs in general. We general. I'm, I'm not a rap nigga. I'm a nigga that happened to rap. Right, right, I'm, right, I'm right, right. For this, for the, for the, the, the Billy. But most of these niggas just made up constructs. And so for me, um, the Bay, you know, really, Mike Nardone, producers showed me love. West Coast producers, Battle Cat, Wino, all my homies. Rap niggas sure. show me a lot of love, and I'm gonna keep it 100. Um, right. Bay niggas, Bay rap, Bay MC showed me love. Okay. San Diego niggas show me love. A lot of West LA rap niggas did not. What well, is it? Is, is New that, York niggas show me love. Yeah. You know what? And that's a sidebar because one, one, my 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 Razcast story to you is I, I did a show. I did I did the Lyricist Lounge Club Series tour, right? Yes, sir. And I opened up for Bootcamp Click. Uh-huh. And um, you was in the audience, mm-hmm. and I tried not to fan out. <laughs> like I literally got turned around and I think you blew weed in my face. Just like not even dis- oh, not disrespectfully, like oh, it just man. like it just by you know what I mean by happenstance. And Keith Murray like was drunk as fuck and jumped into the crowd that night. He was like on, on his, whatever he was that on. Makes sense. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just like, but it was like the first I was like, yo, that's fucking Razcats. And I was telling my friend, like, it's fucking Razcats behind me. Like, bro, what the like cause it was like you, Keith Murray, like baby pretty much every MC I grew up off of in the same room at the same time. Family, I was bugging the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like I 
I just couldn't believe it. So it's just like you know, but it, it's it's interesting to hear that. You know what I'm saying? That, that like you fuck with the people who gave you love with the lyricists and the, and, you, and the ones that showed you love back, whether it was West Coast, East Coast, whatever the yeah. case was. Especially in the midst of the whole West Coast, East Coast rivalry, whatever the case is, there was always that link between right. just lyricists, like L- just L- fucking L- with each other. Lyricists you know always I mean? supported each other. I just think. There, there was there was a, a narrative that got created by executives and inferior rappers ran with it because it was to their advantage. Sure. So it was Jerry Curl rap, and that was the only thing that was viable from so-called LA. Right. Whereas they totally tried to kind of ignore the fact that Far Side had already came out, mm-hmm. blah 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 came out, uh, 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 the Freestyle Fellowship, the licks. So it, it, honestly, once pop really uh, like pop. And then you got Snoop and all in, it became like gangster rap and y'all them other niggas. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and LA really ran with that narrative. Yep. And now the young niggas doing it to, to them niggas. Like, oh, we this, and y'all them, that other yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Were you ever signed aloud? You wasn't signed aloud. No, I was, like, it was, I was alleged, priority. priority. Oh, yeah. Okay, you was priority always, the whole always, time. Yeah, I've always been priority. Yeah. Exhibit, exhibit and the licks were loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Bigger B had the only venue that was uh, Bigger B work. Uh, Bigger B is. Bill, anyway, <laughs> Bigger B and Orlando had a, a, a club called Unity, and it was the only outlet for really decent sized shows in LA. Right. And he worked it loud, so that's where no matter God, who you right. were, we would get all the mob beat, all all for sure. those shows were going through Unity, and then he was giving that venue to me and exhibit in the list yeah so like speak speak about that 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 come up like as an independent artist or just as an artist on the come up in the 90s right like you had the record labels in la because la is a humongous media market right right? right. you know what i'm saying but your content kind of keeps you out that that framework of the 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 snoops and the whatever the one selling five million records and doing the you know what i mean so like what what were the outlets for you on the come up before the priority deal like where um, where were you going was, to get heard and all that there, shit? There was a show on the beat, which was our, our I think it was ninety two point three still. Um, there was a, a like a Friday night show, a, a brother named uh, Mike Nardone, and he gave all of us like prior to that. There's the whole generation before that K Day. Okay. Why? Yeah. You, the wake up show as well. What? So you jump? Right. You, you, jump. <laughs> you jump? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Right. <laughs> so. So Mike Nardone was on the beat first. Okay. A year before. And then that's when Sway and Tech got brought in from here about a year later. But Mike Nardone was the first person to support a hip-hop And he was just letting like like MC just come up and rock? Or like how was, what was... He would break a record and if he broke, like if he liked that record, and especially he, he looked for local acts and he would support it and bring you in for, you know, a, a short little interview. It wasn't it wasn't as MC spitting driven on the show. He wanted to introduce people to the music and give the artist right. a chance to just talk and be heard. And then Swain and him came in and just smashed out with the wake up show because it was like, you know, that was like barbarian land of, of like you better spit. Yeah, or you were never gonna come up here again. You better you got you got like one the whole uh, Eminem eight mile like you got one one chance. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, and, and those were really the, the original outlets. So as far as radio, it was, it was, it became the wake up show after Mike Nardone. And as far as getting the venue, it was going to be Unity. And that was it. And and, and that, that that goes for Jay-Z, Biggie, 
because nobody was coming out selling a million records before your album dropped. You had to come out and do your press run, and the only show you was gonna get <laughs> was gonna be Unity, right. and you wasn't doing no no morning radio shows because you was a stupid rapper. Right, right, so right, right. Everybody was still doing midnight. You was doing a midnight show Friday. That was gonna be the wake up show. Yeah, there you go. And then you had to rhyme for real. Yeah. So then how? So then how did the the whole the situation with Priority come about? Like, were the, were the talk about like, was there any artist development? Because that's yeah, the yeah. one thing I hear about, like when when we talk about the music industry, they say, "Oh, there's no artist development anymore." Like right. rap labels are just looking at algorithms. They're looking at dudes going viral. They right. signing these clowns, and that's pretty much the the extent I, I, of I was, you know what I mean. I was helped on multiple sides because I can almost credit Sway and Tech with getting me my situation. But in the same sense, I I, I, I could think it's like 30 percent of each. Um, Without, without Casualty and Tim Reed, who worked at uh, what do they work at? Hollywood Basics. Who Money B? That's Money B stunt double Casualty. <laughs> so my big homies from LA, the people that believed in me, introduced me to Money and them, which became a family. Swaying them already. It's all connected. My homie Wino that produced for Coolio, Battle Cat, who would go on yeah, to become yeah, Battle Cat, that gave Bird, my producer, his first SP, and produced my first demo when I was 14, and we used to get dropped off in Rolling 60 Hood, mm -hmm. and I'd have to catch a bus back, me and the homie, to Carson, <laughs> you know, like, it's all those people that were older than me, like, I always say, like, I, I had a lot of older homies that believed in me. And like, I remember when Cash, Cash Stenum took me to Hollywood Basics and I was like 15 on my first demo. And I was like, you know the shit I say, bro. <laughs> like they're never gonna sign this. Yeah. Nigga, the first nigga that ever tried to sign me was Prince. Prince what? tried to sign wow. me. Wow. Speak I, on that. I, I, I did the Cream, commercial, uh, cream video. I'm in the extended loan form and, what? and, and I spoke. And the nigga was like, good. you know, he gave me a speaking role yeah. because he was fucking with me. And then it was really like TV. And when the manager comes up, like, hey, kid, what else you got? You're, yeah. like, You're pretty cool. Yeah. And then, like his manager walked up. Yeah, put you in the talking pictures, kid. Yeah. yeah. Like your gym. They, yeah. They extended my role, gave me a speaking part. Prince came up like, yo, that's some good shit. And I just remember like, oh, shit, this is crazy. You know, that, that's Prince's voice, though. No, no. He had a little deep <laughs> voice. No, no, he did. He said, uh, he said. Man, that's some good shit. And I was like, oh shit, thanks, bro. And then I was like, and I used to walk with a camcorder. And I remember he came up to me and he had on heels and he was shorter than me. And I just remember because men size men up. And I was like, I would fuck this little nigga up. <laughs> and I remember thinking, and I remember thinking my girlfriend at the time who would become my baby mama, I remember, you know, because every girl like Prince. I was like, this little ass nigga, this who she like. And I remember thinking that. I really honestly remember thinking like, little ass nigga, man. And all the bitches, like all of them were on yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and then I looked, I was like, that nigga is old pretty ass nigga. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, I was like, I couldn't even hate on you him. You gotta be a certain type of nigga to be able to pull off heels. Right, exactly. With you. And like, I you remember, that's, I remember thinking every single chick there was, he was, he had, Dude, he had Kim Basinger. He was popping. Yeah, he's Prince. But I just remember thinking, like, little ass nigga, bro. If he could do it, I could do it. You know, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah. And then he asked. Uh, he they hit me up. This is before pre-internet, so I had to get my demo, which I was working with the boys down my heart because we all from the same city, like uh, Ray J, all of us. We all from C. Arson. 
Um, but long story short, I had to get my demo and I had, they would call me every day like, yo kid, send the demo after I had shot the video. It was yeah. like a two day video shoot. And, then, and his manager kept hitting me up and I finally got the demo <laughs> and I mailed it in because I was a kid. And I had told them, I, I was like, oh, that's ironic because actually on my new demo, I used prints on it from Graffiti Bridge. Yeah. I used uh, Joint Repetition. I used uh, these two words, that part where he sings yeah. Joint Repetition. It's one of my favorite songs. And then, but my two words was Ice Cube, fuck you. You don't like Kyle yeah. Living? Well, fuck you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent them that, that demo and then I never heard back from Prince. Uh, and that was that. Yeah. That was the first thing. Yeah. But like for two weeks, they was on me. I'm like, damn, man. Like, I'm See, like, yeah, that's that, that's, that's that thing, man. Like, that's, yeah. you know, like the. That, that's the story, like, and but did, as as a kid, did that like fuck with you? Like, did you, like ah, nah, nah. Honestly, I knew that was a stretch, man. I was like, <laughs> his style and my style. He already had Tevin Campbell. I'm like, he ain't touching my butt. The niggas is kind of, you know, a little softer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just softer, man. I was like, I already understood. I was a hard sell. My appeal is, is once again, I told you know, same thing. I told Ice, man. I, I, I like I, I, my sell is to real niggas. I'm not to like fantasy and funny shit and women that want to hear little magical stories about how much I love them and I'm a bomb again everything. Right, right, so, right, right, right. Unfortunately, that fairy tale shit works for bitch niggas and bitch ass bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who's buying it. I mean, honestly, and, and actually, let me not even say it that negative way. Little girls. That's who we're making music for. This music is designed for thirteen little little thirteen year old white girls. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a thirteen I'm not thirteen years old, neither am I girl or am I white. So that's a non it's a non yeah. non starter for me socially, emotionally, physically to make music to gyrate like a thirteen year old little white girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> with it. And so Am I wrong for being true to myself? No. Right. And when, and why are we designed? That's kind of kind of pedophile yeah. to be making little fucking thirteen year old jingle girl. No, that, yeah, yeah, that's the R. Kelly shit, Pied Piper it, it, shit. It speaks to the sickness yeah. of the music industry, exactly. the entertainment industry yeah. at large. So who were some of your your icons when you was coming up? Oh, who that's too many. MCs? That's too many to name. No. I, I wouldn't even do that to you. <laughs> now come on, man. Everybody before us, man. There's so many amazing MCs. Amazing songs, different styles. You know, Bismarcky didn't sound like Rakim, who didn't sound like uh, Curtis Blow, who didn't sound like Ice Cube, who didn't sound like. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Variety no, is the spice of life. So yeah, many, so, 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 so many diverse. people are my favorites. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the diversity of like that golden era period. Yeah, yeah. Or even I mean, like I, I remember MC Shadi, like being a kid. I remember. You remember action? It's just there was a time when. I remember the crew, like th that was signed to Def Jam. Niggas said, like, "Slick Rick." It's just a lot of dope niggas, bro. Right. I remember a nigga named Deadly Threat, who he ain't dead, but he just never really even got a, 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 the chance to be. He was like, there was a time in LA when it was him or Ice Cube as like the dopest niggas on the right, way. right. And he was Pooh's nigga, and he had one album, and he's on on Ice Cube's album. He on a song called Colorblind. Um, Killer Cali, the state where they kill over colors, cuz brothers don't know the deal and they jack you. Not if they have to, not if they want to, but if they have to, first they might. But anyway, yeah. I, I took his hook 
for my for solar nights. But every nigga on my block can't stop, mm. and he don't stop, and he won't stop. Not to the bang bang boogie, but like so I, I was threat. Uh, threat. Deadly threat, yeah. I mean, deadly I, threat. I, I, I never knew him as deadly, but I just knew him as threat. Yeah, no, his original name was Deadly Threat. So as a fan, yeah. So Deadly Threat. So it's just so many ill niggas that I've come across in the journey. Some niggas that's locally that just might, might, you know, some niggas passed away, some niggas went to the pen, you know. Actually, shouts out to X-Rated too, now that we're speaking about mm. the pen. You know, just blessings to have brothers out on the other side and be able to speak from that experience, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man, it's just way too many dope people that, that have influenced me. And then honestly, whack niggas teach me about what not to do. What not to do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. We're gonna get into some more music. I got I got this joint loaded up. Um. You was, you was on a record with my man Joel Ortiz, Cameron. Yeah. Fred the Godson. Oh, no, no, no. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm reading the wrong thing. But no, Joel Ortiz, it was uh, 125 Part 3 on the Brick oh, album. Oh, yeah, yeah. No doubt. That was my yeah. shit. That was my <laughs> yeah, was, shit right now. TrueSchoolTV.com, man. Check us out, man. We on the live stream. You can check out the multiple camera angles. Shout out to everybody tuning in on Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. But make sure you go to TrueSchoolTV.com. It's a freaking... Palace of everything hip hop related. All video content. You want to check out the newest blog, the newest music video, all of that shit. TrueSchoolTV.com. Also check out TrueSchool.com if you want to check out all the local events that are popping. Just like the show in Berkeley tonight, Soul on Ice, Razkaz, Five and Dime Music Hall. Tell your friends to bring a friend. It's going to go down crazy. This is 125 Part 3, Joel Ortiz, featuring them homie Razkaz and a whole bunch of and a whole bunch of dope, dope ass MCs. Yeah, Let's yeah. get it. Damn it. Uh, I do. Kid low. <laughs> Born none, when I spit a ball, I spit a ball. Hennessy, hypnotic, patron, Devasier, great goof. I grill niggas, spit a barbecue. Committing drive-bys out of great coop. When I start drowning rappers, dog, it ain't cute. Till every person in they group turn blue like they snoop. Watch face blue, but I'm grimy, dude. I like most of y'all niggas better in your shiny suits. At the hood after hours when I'm on the loose. Cause I hang with troops like the dime on the noose. So fuck what y'all trying to pass off as the truth. I done jumped from the earth and touched the universe's roof. Crash landed back on planet like Meteor. Just off my white tee and lift Lamborghini doors. Huh. I keep me a needy whore. Trini in bikini. Apple martini whore. Y'all niggas is CB4. My niggas in CDC. Bounty hunter ECG. Dipping new ports in the PCP. Give a mic to me. It's UFC on Fight TV. Niggas talk gangster shit, but he ain't one. Till he see that gun and realize nobody really loves you. Like New York on VH1. I'm together with experiment, pop in at any sun. Meaning a project, project, projecting objects at anyone. Blackjack, bitches at 21. Dare any nigga to better dial and see. You want the king of the West and holler at me. Who's been eating? I haven't, daddy. Just been the booth, Houdini, working my magic, scrapping. Industry jabbing at me. I'm just trying to keep my marriage happy. But the politics in the game driving me crazy like an Arab cabbie. Still, I never quit. Def Jam's president. From up the block, round the corner, down the street where I'm selling nicks. Who said Joel is sick? Man, I'm on the deathbed. I wrote this on the bedspread with IV in my wrist. I am him. The product of a mom's who got high and a father who ain't say bye to them. His 
family that is No, y'all can never break me Look in my eyes, listen up guys Don't make me Only a rookie in the game's eyes Been doing this since I was Jay high Sorry to be shook I will turn the first album into a library book Come on, let's skim through the pages in my diary Look 18, I rocked those stretches. 19, I dropped the 12-inch. Rogus records, that's when I hooked up with G-Rap. It's nothing bang, I heard the street feedback. At 25, I'm the outcome of anything between that. Y'all know I'm everything y'all wanna be. I do the shit you never do. I feel it when you look at me. I'd kill myself if I was you. You. But luckily I'm not I used to running labels like Yo, you should fuck with me, I'm hot And by now I could have sold some meals And showed y'all I was so for real While your roster fucked around like Lauren Hills Let me stop, I ain't hating on nobody It's like the whole world is waiting on somebody They say that I'm the obvious replacement I just say this shit's a hobby A lot of new rappers is waiting in the lobbies But I'm coming up Me and Joel doing so well Niggas either wanna throw shells Or ride on our coattails Oh well, go tell someone I'm coming I'm sending niggas with Without touching they mother, there's no one above me. I told y'all that I was a problem. Rappers started studying me like they could solve it. Listen close, I got a nine times five. I pop three times two. Add drama, take away your respect and divide you in half for your math. I do this till I'm through. Living life, breathing breath. I bring death to your whole crew. I don't know if there's a better MC. Some people get better with time. I say the times get better with me. I got I got my rhymes tight. The streets gave shot light. Now you see me holding seat notes like the shot lights. The present shit, fuck shit, 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 Black hand on label. We I got gun can. happy soldiers, F-City, clappy clappy toaster, and throw your brains in the nasty tapioca, ew. Then I hop back on over the drive for the grab while I'm autographing a poster. I'm in a cut like chain stashed in the sofa. I'm a Hennessy straight, use a pretty ass glass of mimosa. You a bum, I caught you trying to go half on a soda. You make the change I used to stash in my loafer. So it don't matter what I pack in a holster Cause I slash you till I scratch the plaque Off the back of your molar It'll cut through the back of a boulder Ow Got a pack full of sodas with a bag of explosives And they clapping up toasters to detach your back from your shoulders After I blow your little daughter out the back of a stroller And the ricochet you blow her back in a stroller Cause that gat caliber has the motor out the back of a roaster Get drunk and try to spaz you joker Till I punch you in your face and move your back tooth over I knock them down your throat You gag, you choke up Then I bet by the time your lungs collapse you sober Breathe easy, back doja I'm a crack donor So my tax writer offers a crack smoker Ay. I ain't battling no one So don't bring a challenger over If I wanted the challenge, I'd battle my poster Yes, sir I never met a thug that my slugs ain't like I never met one who lived to walk straight when they all hit right Head of the back, your parents attending the mass Centered around that box, word lacquered in black With you laying stiff in the cushion While I'm pushing the lack Past the church while your family's looking Over your face, me driving over the bridge With coke in the space, sealed by plates in the switch If life is a bitch, she fucked me nice Box up for seven joints Now she pregnant, about to birth me, yes My firstborn at least, BS1 My seat cultivating that love grown Out of weed and concealed guns Triple beam lust Finger fucking them grams to make twins Out of one in my hand My connector waist set me apart The potential to flood it like when Noah finished building the ark Columbia Moving coke is an art If Michelangelo was Pablo Gab got you gotta be Picasso I rock flows and crush rocks for your nostrils Clutch clocks that pop when that blow make you hostile Box it, or hollow swab it Or I upload a clip inside me Swing your head in the lobby Silicone tips make less sizzle Implants in your chest like fake tits Holds the size of your nipples, nigga Yeah, I've got you 
Crown City, nigga. See what it is? There you have it, folks. 125 Part 3, a.k.a. Connections. Legendary Razkaz, Joel Ortiz. Yes, sir. Graf, Stimuli, Gab Gotcha. With the exception of Gab Gotcha, and that's no disrespect to him. Like, y'all are some of my, like, favorite dudes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I know I know Joel. I know Stim. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's, it's funny because we're, we're talking about, like, being underrated in certain respects. We're talking about, mm-hmm. like, the industry not fucking with you either because of your content or because ball for ball, you, like, a threat to the mainstream <laughs> right. MCs. And, like, lyric, literally every single MC on that is, I feel, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, some of, of the course. most underrated. Graph, I don't even know, like... Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I love it's, graph, it's insane. Man. Like, Graph, Stimuli, I, you know, it, all of y'all. I mean, well, you know we all got our... our, our I feel like we all got our own individual struggles, struggles and stories. That, you know, yeah. That's every human, man. For There's sure. People that got it way worse than us down sure. the street. So you know, my life ain't that bad. But 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 it's but it's always, you know, it's from the eye of the beholder. You know, perception yeah. is reality. So, I, you know, I think everybody deserves to get their crown. You know, you got to go fight for it though. Ain't nobody gonna give it to you. Right. And you, but you know what? I, but I what I hear because I I haven't gone there myself. I hear like you know what I'm saying like that that kind of shit only happens out here. Like that kind of underrated because if you go outside the United States, say Canada, say right. Europe. Africa, certain other parts, like they love that raw shit, and that's yeah. where a lot of MCs who we may not see on the on front stage out here and in the mainstream, that's where a lot of them sees it's getting their bread. Like you know, what I'm saying, for example, like Beat Nuts is still touring course, in Europe. You know, what I'm saying you touring in. I, I yeah. seen some Instagram shit. You put all types of money, all types of dirhams <laughs> and lira. There was all types of shit on your fucking Instagram. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Go you know get what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> so for the for the up and coming artists, for just in general, just just to chop it up, like speak to the, the love you get overseas and your, no your touring opportunities yeah. and how you're able to like you know still make a living off of this shit by going elsewhere well i, I can i make a, i wanted to add something to that sure and uh you know i don't i hate to be negative nancy but i i, I call myself the elephant caller okay you know for <laughs> real like because niggas don't speak about elephants in the room and i'm the one that right. likes to like i like to do that shit since i was a kid i'm the one like, we'll all be thinking something. I'm like, my nigga, why don't we just say it and get it the fuck out the way? If I got to fight with this nigga, whatever, bro, I'd just rather say it <laughs> because we all thinking it and ain't right. nobody going to say it. So let's just say it. So let's call an elephant in the room. Ever since every form of music, American music was made by niggas, bro, by, by people, people exactly. of color. Exactly. And we make it and then it becomes popular which means white people like it. I'm not trying to make this racial, man, but some things at the core of it, it becomes this disenfranchised story. For real. But this is the the, the fucked up twist. Here's the rub. (laughs) So we make it, it gets popular, it gets watered down, and then we let the same niggas that told us it was a fad and didn't fuck Mm -hmm. with it and called it nigger music, we let them dictate the terms of it. Uh. And so, we lost rock and roll. We lost jazz. We lost country western. We made it all, bro. Right. Big um, now we lost rap because niggas running around talking about this is the only form of, of 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 anything that if you're too good at it, you can't sell it. Swimming, the fastest swimmer wins. Football, the nigga who catches the most is the best. Right. This shit called rap and a nigga be like, oh, I don't fuck with that lyrical shit. <laughs> The fuck does that mean? <laughs> so we got the dumbest niggas 
ever because we let somebody else dictate our terms. Right. Americans, American blacks created, then they turn their back, and that's why the jazz artists left, and they went to fucking Europe, For and real. they went to Japan. You go somewhere, go you also to an island. some white women too, but hey, look, I'm gonna get the white women no matter what. I'm getting the white women in LA, nigga. I don't give a fuck. We got many a Becky. Oh shit. It's but now, nah, but I, feel, I, I, see, I see what you're saying. But, but you know, some real point. shit. Um, but with that being said, I just had to call that elephant out because we have a responsibility to our craft and to the shit we say we love um, to stop turning our back on it. And and so it kind, you know, it, it doesn't hurt me because there's a planet full of people that support hip hop. Right. But we made this shit. We made a lot of people a lot of money, including many of us. This is what we totally. do for a living. This is my job, man. I don't have another job. So right. I'm very grateful. But in the same sense, it's like the fact that I'm striving to be really good at what I do. And same things with the people you mentioned, like Stimuli and, you know what I'm saying? Whoever, sure. Deadly Threat. When motherfuckers ain't getting they love and they respect and they support and y'all supporting these whack ass niggas, that shit whack. Right. It's just whack. It's and just, that's what people. And have it's to... not me being a hater. It's just saying like, if a nigga can, like, if if you can't, I, I always use the same example. If fucking LeBron, where we at right now? So so uh, I'm sorry. Curry, I'm not Steph a big, Curry. Steph Curry. <laughs> if, 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 if Curry could not dribble if they got him out he comes out and a little nigga named pedro jumped out his shoe and started doing all the dunks and hitting the three and doing all the layups then i don't want curry i want little pedro right this is some ghost writer fake shit and people support the nigga that don't do nothing right i don't and, get that do you, i don't where, understand where do you think that comes from do you think that comes from us do you think that comes from the labels trickling down like, like, what do you of think course shit from? runs downhill right. but niggas paired what they what they master told them I'm hot. Don't tell me if it don't uh, don't matter if I write rhymes or write checks. Uh, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing, bro. You don't write no raps. You shouldn't really be doing this part. Sure. You should be the manager. Right. You should be the hype man. You should be the dancer. Get out the way, man. You take you sucking up oxygen that other motherfuckers could use. Right. And then how much is is enough for you to shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of here and let some niggas with some talent in? Right. And that's part of the, the and, issue and, and, is that the saturation of it is half everybody of these, thinks they can well, do Well, half it. of these niggas is Ronald McDonald. They're not writing shit. Right. They're just actors. They're, they're actors. Yeah. So so if, if auto-tune, if you ain't singing, you ain't writing, how are you an artist when you ain't got no art? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're nothing. We could we could put we could get another plastic surgery, get another chick, give her some titties, give her an ass, order to her, give her a weave, give her some contacts, make her do duck lips. Same thing with these weird ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Give him a whole bunch of tattoos on his face. Tell him to claim some neighborhood that some niggas gonna extort him from. Cause his cousin from there is, or, his, or his homie from over there, and they gonna like him until he can't pay. Then they gonna tear his ass up out the frame. So that shit is weak, my nigga. And then you ain't even leading people towards nothing positive. You leading people towards some punk shit. How to be broke? How to throw money in a strip club, my nigga? How to be on drugs all day? That shit gay as fuck, my nigga. No disrespect to homosexuality, homosexual niggas. I'm not with that. But when I say it's gay, it's on some street shit. Like that shit weak. Right. As y'all would say, that shit hella weak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. So, in, in your opinion, how do we how do we switch the how do we switch that? How do we try to change that side, especially in the independent climate, right? Uh, As independent artists, we have some level of leverage against the billion dollar machine that is the mainstream industry because we're dictating content, we're dictating the narratives and all of that. People are able to now more than more so than at any other point, I, in my opinion, are able to up, obtain a, some level of mass I, I, following. I, I, I think without I, the major I, label I, I, machine, I, I think people still honestly, I still feel like. Um, underground gets really clicky and it picks this couple of people it wants to fucking support uh-huh. and, I, and we're gonna have to solve it some other way because there's there's, there's what we don't have is, is a union we have no way to, to, to be unified mm-hmm. to where, where it works in everybody's interest for, for sticking it out for some, to have some integrity mm-hmm. so you just got a whole bunch of renegade hoes out here for sure. Rap niggas, renegade hoes, they doing whatever. They give, they give, they give, yeah, you know, no, they, I'm, I said renegades on some pimping. These niggas is hoes. These niggas out here giving hand jobs with, for, hand jobs for three spins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we just, we just need some kind of, a little more unification. And yeah, you know, my whole thing is, I, I, I don't have an expectation and never really want it to be like the, the most popular guy on the radio. That right. was never my issue. I'm not even. I would rather be the dude next to the the man next to the man than the For main sure. man because he's the target anyway. For so sure. I've never really had that issue. But it would be nice to be able to make a, a consistent living on hip hop in in America. I feel like I'm born and raised here, and, and this is why I gave my gift too. For I sure. try to give my gift to, to my people, specifically LA to yeah. California. So to to have them turning back on me, I've always felt some type of way about it and I'm yeah. not gonna fucking hold my tongue I put it on my album and I'm gonna live my life right. like, you can't gonna chase me out of my home but I'm gonna tell niggas you want some whack shit for supporting this whack ass nigga and then I'm a nigga that, that I didn't did my time in the pen every every street part my my, my, my homework complete my nigga I right, kept mine right, 100 right. And I'm and I'm not out here pushing a negative agenda. I'm here on some positive shit. And just because I don't want to make you dumbass niggas dance every fucking song, then I'm the weirdo. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Right. I'm offended. Talk- so back on the positive side, <laughs> get out of America. That's that you want the answer. Leave, nigga, because these niggas is dumb. Yeah, go, go to. They love hip hop. Hip hop is a lot. There's little pockets in Oakland, little pockets in and 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 LA, but. It's, it, it, you know, and service them. Support the people that support you. But unfortunately, there's bigger parts of... Like, I literally, bro, you can go to Canada, you can go to fucking Poland. Hip-hop is alive and well. And I'm not talking about a whole bunch of 50-something-year-old people. I'm talking about Young 16-year-old yeah. dude that's like, I fuck with this. I want to hear these bars. I want to... You know, think about it. When people... When you go go to a... Whoever it is, like a, 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 like a dope rock group... Concerts, it's older people, younger people that grow up loving the music. It ain't no age. You know, we got we let we let the one genre that does we, that shit. We we let them do that to us. Right. We let the executives put an expiration date, like, oh, that's you guys are that. And that's the way they pimped us out because they divided us and now we segmented based on an age bracket or an, or an, or uh, this if you're this age, this is the music you gotta like. Right. Mean. And it's not even that It's what I call like Sonic generations Cause it's like Alright you have generations Of like old school New school Whatever the case is But the, now the way That media is consumed And music is consumed The sound changes Every four years So the rappers That was hot for four years Like four years ago Ain't as hot now Yeah and, but But yeah. you know what that, That's only for the Microwave dudes Because but, I, I got another philosophy I say they only pick Two niggas with bars Pop Biggie 
Jay Z Nas, mm-hmm. Kendrick J Cole. Mm-hmm. Oh, two niggas murk out, mm-hmm. two niggas back in. Mm-hmm. Two niggas murk mm-hmm. out, two niggas back in. Yeah. Everybody else is peripheral. It's they ain't got enough space for too too many smart niggas. Right, right, right. They like fuck that. Mm-hmm. Keep it down to two niggas. Right. Honestly. Yeah, that's no, what, that's I, how I, I perceive I, I, it. I, I feel like they got a quota on bars. Well, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's archetypes. Like, and, 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 like, and, yeah. and then the anomaly is gonna be Eminem. He's the white kid that could do it. So you, you're exactly. never gonna stop that guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's got his bars, but he's not a nigg. Right. And and then now, if you look, even all the niggs that rap good is, they're little mixed half white black kids. Ah. Uh. They only like dark skinned niggas <laughs> rapping good. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Look at all the dudes. They right. almost they what we would call passant blondes in our as as Creole. Right, right, right. It, it, it ain't full niggas. Like it's back to light skin game again. Like don't you remember like the R and B world? Right, right yeah, the, the R and B shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, don't you remember? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll be sure. Uh, you know, I'll be sure. When, when Christopher <laughs> Williams got stabbed in the hand, pretty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all the pretty motherfuckers is taking. They the only ones that get down the bars. Yeah, and it, you 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 have to have some sort of like ethnic niche, or you got to be like you know what I'm saying, like like a fe- like females is big right now, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But then within the females, like you got the light skin one, you got the red bone one, you got the right. you know it's like different archetypes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and none of them are just like about substance or whatever the case is. But so Solo Nice's two is coming out. When is it? You have a release date? Or? We are dropping. Uh Pun included. God bless the dead, but we dropping nine eleven. Okay, there you go. All right, so yeah. who's on? Who's on the the album with regard to production features? Uh, all of that. You man. got some of your folks in the building uh, with you. I I, I don't want to forget people, but uh, man, it's 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 a it's DJ Green Lantern. Oh, uh, um, Green Lantern. Uh, Diamond D, obviously. Nice. Pete Rock, Justice League. Um. Shit, more motherfuckers. Um, we got Immortal Tech on the album, Snoop Dogg, Four Racks from the Mechanics, um, uh, Styles P, uh, Fame from uh, MOP, uh, CeeLo Green. God damn. And you releasing this independently? We well, did. We went through Mellow, so the okay. same, same Yo. as Apollo Brown. Yeah. So, so the blasphemy. Yeah. This would be, you know. In that chain in that with, with, with 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 Melo, I just like uh, I like the owner Mike. Um, he really loves the culture, um, and uh, he, you know he obviously supports like dope hip hop. So sure. no, we made a home for 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 Solo Nights too with, with Melo nice. Music Group and DJ Indigenous. So you you do some cuts on the on the on the album. Yeah. All right. So let's get into you for a bit, cause you out here, you you quiet, you quiet as kept. Quiet. He just smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I see the hat. I see the hat. You know what I mean? So, 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 just talk about your experience as a DJ on to come up and all of that stuff. How you linked with with with, with Kaz and? Well, and, uh, uh, I met out Raz Kaz at, at a show where he happened to be rocking, and uh, he didn't have a DJ at the time, or he was in between DJs. I don't know. But, um, but I need a promoter. And the promoter comes up to me, he's like, yo, I got this, I got this DJ for the show, but I don't really trust him to do to Raz's set. You know, can you come and rock Raz's set? I said, yeah, no problem. So I come and rock Raz's set. And I wa- I'm doing drops and, you know, yeah, I got yeah, everything yeah. on point. Oh, he shoot. turns around and looks and just kind of like, damn, he's doing a good job. <laughs> right, right, right. You so, setting cues, you yeah. got <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? He's doing the cuts. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> so uh, the, the show finishes and I see him outside. 
And he comes up to me, he's like, yo, like, thanks for holding me down and, and have me some money. I'm like, man, I appreciate it, thank you. Yeah. So then I see him again at a, uh, at a venue in LA, and he's like, yo, um, what are you doing for like, for like a month and a half? And I, and I was just like, nothing, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, Work. I, don't, <laughs> I can't tell that right. my head. So uh, he was just like, yeah, I'm looking for a DJ for a tour or whatever. And at that point, um, he was working on Blasphemy. Oh. And uh, yeah. he's just like, yo, he, I gave him my number. He gave me a call. And he was like, yo, like, you want to go on tour with me? And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. So did that. And then. Uh, I like the cut of your jib, kid. We're going to put you in the game. We're going to put you in the league. <laughs> well, we had mutual friends, um, the Psycho Realm. Yes, sir. Salute that, Psycho okay. Realm. That's, yeah. that's how uh, we, you know, that's cool. how we did was through them. But uh, yeah, so before we took off on tour, he started sending me records for the Blasphemy album. Yeah. And, and I did the cuts, cuts on, yeah. on, on the Blasphemy record. So any yeah. scratches you hear on Blasphemy, that's me. That's yeah, the, Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. He did the production. No, Apollo will tell you, like, I cannot DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you got busy on the cuts? Yeah, man. So the first record that I actually did was the H two O record. Yeah, with Pharaoh. With uh, Pharaoh and uh, Raka. Nice, and, nice, and nice. They, they weren't on it. I'll, I'll, oh, okay. All it was was uh, Raz's verse, and then just open space, and he's like, "Yo, I want this." So I, I sent him that. I didn't hear the record or even know who was on it until it dropped. Wow. And when it dropped, I, I mean, that was just incredible for me to be on a record with Legends. I know. It's a resume builder, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, he went back to the hood talking about, I'm charging y'all niggas double. Right. That's, 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 that's the goal. Price the way up, niggas. That is the goal. The in the mail, niggas. That's the goal. That is the goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. raised the price. Exactly. And then I've been rocking with them and, you know, been doing music with them. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's been cool. That's what's up. Now, for... You you've known Raz for a minute. I'm gonna give you the mic oh, so you yeah, can speak uh, to it. You know what I'm saying? You 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 town native and, and, and speak to all that. Oh for sure for sure. Raz Razzy is the business man. Razzy biz. Man. <laughs> That's my good. I'm for Raz one half of the mechanics man. You feel me? East Oakland mechanics. East Oakland pulling up man. We had to pull up on my brother man. Yeah sure. man. This is, this guy's a superhero man. I just be trying to fly around. And be like, there you go. You feel me? Yeah, I think was it through digital? Might yeah, have been through yeah, money. Yeah, it was through yeah, yeah. digital yeah. underground. Yeah, through digital underground. Oh, like that, that umbrella, the love under that oh, umbrella yeah, is man. so big. Cletus Mac, Cletus Mac, the Loonies. Yeah, uh, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Saphir, Sonny, my big brother. Yeah, yeah. the Who Riders. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, the list goes on and on. But that's I, I don't even remember. It's, this that's the beauty of. Uh, I kind of remember me and Blue. Clee always brings it up. Me and Blue. Uh, what, us, us first meeting? He said Blue was around. and Like, Blue Da Vinci is my cousin. Yeah. From oh, BMF. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. he said, Clee tells, I, I don't know. Clee remembers more than me. And I don't oh, know. Man. But, like, yeah. 90% of the people I'm around musically right now is, like, so so much, like, family, for real, yeah. for real family, that I don't even remember, remember the right. moments that we right. met. You know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> I hear other people talk, oh, yeah, 20 years ago, we was coming out the cafe, and this is where I met him. <laughs> I don't remember where I met Raz. I don't either. It's just I, we one were day. I'm sure I was drunk. Yeah, yeah, we was probably, we was probably <laughs> fucked up. But, yeah. but one one day, I didn't know Raz. The next day, this my nigga. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> that part. That, that's how it usually goes, man. Like, <laughs> so, 
So we got the album dropping 9-11. We got the show tonight at the Five and Don Music Hall in Berkeley, along yes, with T Cash, my man Mike, Mike T. Mike uh, T. Uh, Aaliyah Sharif. Mike T was with me when I wrecked the car too. Hilarious. Uh, I see Mike T yesterday. He was he was he was at my show passing out flyers. I was like, nigga, I'm gonna be there. Why you giving me this shit? Like, y'all, I'm gonna. I was speaking on the one ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be there. Bow. So it's, it's gonna go down. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, some some special guest pop yes, up, please. pop through, and do all the shit. You know what I mean? Real hip hop is in the motherfucking building in the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? Razzcast, we appreciate you for for coming through, man. Thank you, True School. All the shit. You know, and yeah, check out trueschool.com so you can get the whole multiple camera angles and all the live cool shit that we do out here. Check out some of your favorite podcasts, music videos, all of that shit in one space, trueschooltv.com. And if you're in the Bay Area, you want to get down with the get down, know what's popping this weekend, whether it's Razzcast show tonight, some shit tomorrow, whatever's going down. Tomorrow right. is uh, my little sister got a show, my bad. Okay. She's a dope uh, jazz singer. She lives in Berkeley, graduated Berkeley Law, so she's a, a native, a resident now. Uh, Tiffany Austin, so you can always look on the she gram. She's dope. Oh, that, thank yeah. you, thank jazz, you. Jazz singer, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's oh, my yeah. little sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife works at UC Berkeley she, uh, at the law school, so she books her all the time. Awesome. There thank you. you. Yeah. 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 So that, yeah, that's, that's my that's little dope. sis. Yeah. Okay. I'm John Richard Austin IV. That's Tiffany Austin. There you so. go. Nice. nice. Tiffany Austin. My wife tomorrow. will be glad to know. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. So yeah, go support Tiff. I don't know where her show is, but. I'll yeah. be there. I'll Tiffany Austin, check that out. The, got, the, got the smoked out barbecue tomorrow also. I'll be performing nice. with Griselda, Bloms, Gavilin, Reverie, all of that shit. Also, Sunday. They, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. And then Sunday is Twister, Zion Who else? Nappy Roots is going to be in the building. That's at the Oakland Opera House. ROTC on Sundays. Also, DJ Kevy Kev and them in San Francisco. Um, yeah, shit is lit out here for the fucking weekend. Yeah. The, one thing, the one thing my wife wanted to ask you was, yeah. who have you ghostwritten for? Oh man, uh, I've ghostwritten oh, for. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, but an easy one is Coolio. Uh huh. I've helped. I've helped quite a few MCs. I'm ghostwritten for. Come that. on, you got. Can you name names or is that you have to? I mean, I mean, I ghostwrote for David Banner. I ghostwrote for a gang of names. Okay. Yeah, is is ghostwriting still a thing? Can't you just say you wrote for like? Is is that still a thing? Like, it's still, I mean, I remember I, in the '90s you had to be quiet with it. They put you on the like NDA. Right. Talk yeah. about who you wrote for, like Mad Skills wrote like hella hits, uh, right? Yeah, and yeah. like you know, you couldn't tell anybody who you wrote for. Now it's, it's like, oh it, yeah, it, I wrote it, for so and so. And people like having uh, like writing camps and groups where they could still kind of act like they did something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Put a bunch of niggas in the room, like yeah, yeah, write me this shit, and then yeah, <laughs> and then they just kind of take the bars they want from people. Yeah. Um, what about Will Smith? I heard there was... I no? wish. If I wrote for Will Smith, I'd be in a movie at this point, bro. I'd be the bank cast in that shit. Like, bro, yeah. I need in. Nah, nah, I never wrote for Will okay. Smith. But uh, no, My yeah. man Scott Zoo wrote for Will Smith. Scott Zoo's... Oh, is, is, yeah. shit. Good for him. <laughs> That's a great look, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a... Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> shit. I'll write for him now. Exactly. <laughs> like, why not? Why Why not? I, I just... I'll audition still, to be his, his friend. His money's still green. Fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> his money's gonna stay green. Yeah, no, no. I, um, yeah, just uh, I actually wrote an entire record uh, with uh, a gang of people. Snoop, uh, I, I wrote the entire record, the hook, the verses. Nipsey Hussle's on it. A gang of people. Um, I, I'm, I'm especially with the conceptual records. Those are the ones I come in for. Um, but I could write, you know, like Dot knows, like four racks. I call them Dot. Um, but you know, we write everything. We write top line. We write pop. So um, you know. They, they, yeah, EDM, like we fuck, yeah, stupid what? Americans. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, okay. we, we been on this shit, bro. I was, I was on EDM before 
any any American artist rap was doing EDM or Beyonce, all them singers, bro. I was doing EDM with 12 Planet and a whole bunch. Yeah, bro. Dope. I've been I've been on EDM. Dope, dope. Cause I'm always trying to challenge myself, and I, I you know I was always just genre hopping just for the challenge of the music and for the check. <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't even really know the checks was gonna be crazy, but I um my ex chick is was well she's still pretty fucking popular so i was already on to that music right i used to just call it world music from her yeah yeah so i just i just would be like oh that world music shit and it wasn't really even dubstep wasn't really even big out here yet mm -hmm. i was just more fucking with the, the dubstep that they had in in like uk mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because she was like a uk chick but um Nah, I was on to it. I was already, and it was just different vibes. Like it wasn't so much. I'm an asshole. I'm so important. It was everybody was kind of still getting amazed out here. Like Electric Daisy uh, Festival, yeah. uh, Electric Daisy Carnival, EDC, yeah. whatever. So it was just like the scene was just becoming a scene, and then I was watching people just starting to get booked. Like, bro, Red Bull just gave me a fucking. This tour for fucking two yeah. months, bro, and they're gonna give me like ten racks for a show. But then we was doing Vegas, and they, you know, the for the sure. biggest hotels is giving them the venue, and they just, man, man. And then they would bring me out and throw me like two, three racks just to come out and do one song. I was like, oh, this shit is easy. <laughs> and I, I honestly, before this shit popped, before anybody, a Kanye, there was only four niggas in in that life, in in them clubs, in in that uh -huh. whole world. Will I am. Yeah. Uh, uh, Will I Am, Just Blaze, uh, Lil John Rascast. It. Mm. We uh. were the four niggas, bro. I remember Will walked up to me. We was in Miami. He was like, "What? What are you doing here?" And I was with these dudes called Mastercraft, who are big DJ. Uh, they're two dudes from uh, Canada. Okay. He's like, what the fuck? And I was like, nigga, I figured it out, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing oh, everything. We were like, what are you doing? Because a lot of his production, he was yeah, borrowing yeah, the EDM, yeah. the drops. It does drops. have some boom back to it. it, it of course, it, it's all hip-hop influenced anyway. It's all, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's all digital music, which is all influenced, yeah. hip-hop influences. But, but, but especially I mean? the, the dubstep shit. The drop is the DJ with the fader. Yep. And, then, and putting the bass line in it. Yeah. yeah the, the build up, the drop. Yeah. That shit, they were doing dub plates. All that shit was reggae shit uh, and some hip hop. And with the, the triple, what they call that shit? Uh, uh, not trip hop, but they call it something the drum and bass. Yeah, yeah. When they triple in the drum, the break bass. <laughs> yeah. But those are break beats. They yeah. triple in it. They just, Europe got sick of America always getting lazy. And then they started doing creative shit. But then we rebranded it like we made it. Mm -hmm. Because once Jay Z or so and so, it's the funny, stupid American way. <laughs> like, it's funny, bro. Like, it's hella funny. we didn't do shit. We just took all the shit that they did. Yeah. And then Paris Hilton acted like she invented it. And, and then she pops. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Bro. I mean, hip hop is ultimately remix culture. But, you know, we got the show tonight. Yes, sir. We got the, the, all types of shit going on. We can, there's a Heart and Soul Festival also. Fantastic Negrito and all that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people popping this weekend. So, you know, tune in, tap in. TrueSchool.com, TrueSchoolTV.com. You may unlearn the world. Ren the Vinyl Archaeologist. Shout out to all of y'all for coming through. DJ Indigenous, Razcast, Forax. DJ True Justice out there. I don't know. Whatever oh, shout out to True shout Justice. Out to True Justice, though. Um, you know, but we out of here, man. Hopefully, I'll catch y'all out here while we in the streets and, 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 and see, what, see what's good. And we'll play a new one off the uh, new album. Yes. Uh, okay, we got what we got. Yeah.
Oh, I love it. Fly. Timing is everything, my G. Timing is what separates like regular people from pedophiles. <laughs> Bar. Uh, real niggas back in style again. How I'm making a lot of noise from a solid pen. Adjusted the rifle scope, had to dial it in and fuck a humble loss. I'd rather have a violent win. Viola Davis on the violin. Who getting away with murder? I guess the owl did. Throw the towel in. They ask me if I'm one of the best. Just think black thought on funk master flex. Mm. Yes, fuck reminiscing, living in the past shit. Cause not everything gold is classic. All I know is get dope. Battle rap, I'm reaching like a tiptoe. Today's current currency is crypto. Hate to blast ya, but I have to. I suggest you get low. Your life's played out like Sprinkle Bay and them fucking for the dick pose. Rocks the coast. Cardigans and cashmere. Fuck last year. Out with the old, in with the new. Fuck what you did is about what it do. Fuck what it do. 